You're listening to Redemption Cast, Season 5, Episodes 3 and 4, Unleashed and Hellbound. Angel tries to protect a woman who has been bitten by a werewolf. Meanwhile, Spike tries his damnedest not to get sent to hell. Angel's a vampire who has a soul and it's time for a fresh start. He, Wesley, Fred, Gunn, and Lorne are now in charge of Wolfram Hart. Spike got another chance. Welcome to the WB's best romance. Angel's a vampire and this is his show. Necrotempered glass blocks sunlight, so Kim S.O.D. I'm Robin. Uh, my name is Stephanie. I'm Kimberly. And I'm Ray. Hey, Ray! Hey, guys! Hey. Welcome, Ray. Ray, Thank where you. are you? Thank where you. are you podcasting from? Pennsylvania? Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh. 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 I knew it was one of those P places. Yeah. Yep. So did you watch Angel back in the day? I did not, no. I watched them on I watched both Buffy and Angel on Netflix. I think it was like right after the first Avengers movie came out, so I was like, Oh, Joss Whedon, he's good, I should watch <laughs> Who's you know, this movie? Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and you know, I had heard for years how good Buffy was, like years and years and just yeah. and it all it, it had always been like on my list, you know, to to watch, but I think the 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 movie sort of gave me a all right, this is a good time to go back and familiarize myself and I Buffy Angel I like Angel better than Buffy mm-hmm. and I like Dollhouse like just as much as the other ones too. I don't I mean I get that it starts off slow but I like it. I think people kind of crap on it unfairly. Well, I think Dollhouse is a lot like these two episodes we're going to talk about because I think the network had a lot to do with it. <laughs> I think the network was like, people are stupid. <laughs> That's what it felt like. Up. Steph, you're so right. That's exactly what I felt. I was like, why are they doing this to us? <laughs> <sighs> All right. Don't make it well, too complicated they, for people. Well, I think because they wanted to get a whole bunch of new viewers, right? Yeah. They were they're some more they're revamping the show. Yeah. Revamping. Yes. <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, all right, so <laughs> so let's get started on Unleashed. Um, so we kind of start off. We they're having like a picnic under an underpass, I, I believe. Yeah, it was kind of cute. Yeah, because you're because I was trying to think who drove these cars. Uh, do, do you know? You know which one? Oh, which car belonged to who? Yeah, I'm sure they got them all out of the garage, right? Yes, Angel drove. Angel drove the Trans Am. Mm-hmm. Fred drove the Volkswagen Beetle. Mm-hmm. Uh, they Gun, all can come in one car. Gun drove the b- motorcycle. Ooh, Gun on a motorcycle. You sure Wesley didn't ride? Oh, the- Wesley! Wesley was on the motorcycle. What did Gun mm-hmm. drive? Was it like a Mercedes or something? That makes oh sense. my gosh, it's been so long since I, I watched remember. these episodes. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't even but remember anyway. there were cars. <laughs> and then, and then, it, then you're realizing, oh, this is a cover. This this uh, picnic is a cover in case Wolfram and Hart is listening oh. because Wolfram and Hart Duh. is always listening. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It seems like they're just like, oh, let's get together and have a nice evening. And I I remember when it started thinking like, oh, it's nice that they get together and they're yeah. friends. And then it's like, yeah. 
oh, I guess <laughs> there's ulterior motives. Yeah, there's too much going on to enjoy a nice picnic under an overpass. Let's get out of the building and bring these <laughs> in the middle four, of the night. <laughs> these four company vehicles with us that hopefully don't have <laughs> listening devices themselves. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, yeah, Fred scans everybody. So yeah, she scans. So I'm assuming she scanned the cars. My next note is no is under me. I mean, I am on top of him. Uh, He's not evil. Oh, Wesley was giving Fred a hard time about Knox. Yeah, he clearly clearly does not like Knox. Autocorrect went to no. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. I don't understand why Wesley's getting so offended. Shouldn't Gunn be offended? Was it we're gunning her together longer? Yeah, I don't. I guess gun is over. It's like no, it didn't work. It's over. Mm-hmm. Moving on. It feels like so Wesley's been still. pining for her for like a long time and never really had yeah. a chance. And it, like right. gun hat, gun was with her, and now he's moved past it. And Wesley, I guess, kind of hasn't had a chance to move yeah. past it. But I was thinking they don't. They like barely even mention, or they do. They even mention the gun bread thing at all. I mean, it seems like it's just totally yeah. forgotten. No. Yeah, it is. And Gunn had her maybe it, eternal sunshine out of his head, perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, take Fred <laughs> totally out, too, true. while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, they all questioned Gunn about that, too, about his upgrade. They all seemed uh, not sure what, what was going on there, and he was getting defensive. Yeah, it's like an ongoing plot through the episode is, can we trust Gunn? Um, is he a Manchurian candidate? Yeah, yes, and how uh, how like uh, you know upset he gets over um, they're not trusting him. Uh, what do you think, Kim? Do you think Gun is good, or Gun is to be worried about? <laughs> well, it did, I don't. I don't think he's bad. I don't. But the, mm-hmm. the, but like you said, he's got. If he's got someone manipulating him from the inside, then. <laughs> Then yeah, he uh, he has the potential to to be that way. Oh. There you go. Like how I did that. And um, <laughs> <laughs> but I I I don't have any other thoughts than uh, I really don't like what they did with the show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's all. Oh, that's I all. It's like why are they why are they doing this? Why are they? It just it's a, it feels like a one eighty, you know, because they were such a t- a, a, a close knit, you know, um, uh, grassroots operation, and now they're all the head of these. Like they have a each of them has a staff of like twenty to fifty that they're in charge of, <laughs> and it's just it's just so weird, like how they would just evolve to that, yeah. so unnaturally. But I understand it for the purpose of the show. Anyways. It's almost like the writers want to split them up. Like whoever's the in yeah. charge of it all might be trying to keep them away from each other. Why would they do that? To do to try to do, do spin-offs or because the actors don't like each other? <laughs> no, I'm just saying the, the writers might be in league with Wolfram and Hart. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm... I'm the opposite. I was getting kind of sick of the hotel for three seasons. And it was like, to me, this is like, it's a fish, you know, the fish out of water aspect of it, Mm -hmm. of them having no idea what's going on. And, you know, I agree that they sort of were like this ragtag sort of group of fighters. And now they have all these resources and nobody knows what to do with it. And they're just, you know, they're, they're like uh, fish out of water, basically, you know, and they, 
it, it just, just it, it adds a different dynamic yeah. to me after sort of getting a little bit st- I thought season four was not as good as two and three. Oh, definitely not. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, and it was just, no it, they, they were sort of trying to come up with like, uh, new way, new ways to, to do things. And that's how you end up with, you know, Connor and Eva uh-huh. Gordy and things mm-hmm. like that. And I think that at least for me, I think that it's a cool change and it gives the show sort of a, a, a different dynamic that, that yeah. I personally like a lot. And it's still early in the season, Kim. I think you'll well. That's good. It's it's just everything's convenient because in this episode they talk about we're using every possible resource that we have to find this girl, Mm -hmm. and the next episode like, oh, we got to cut back. You're spending way too much. And like (laughs) he just he just told her. 15 things to do and she's like oh it takes time it takes time and now he's then he's scolding her for spending too much money in the next episode because he's helping skype i mean mm-hmm. helping spike anyways skype i won't skip i won't skip ahead <laughs> but go ahead <laughs> but and i just like that it's the threat that evil could overtake them because they're they're in the middle of evil mm-hmm. and trying to figure out what the because Wolfman Hart always has a motivation, right? The powers that be, what you know, how how are they gonna be able to corrupt the gang, and what are all their what are all their true motives of putting these guys in charge? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, we were originally talking about Gunn, and actually, I brought up uh, a tweet that J. August Richards shared uh, yesterday, which is just like, I wonder if Gunn could be the new Buffy's Watcher, <laughs> mm. <laughs> thinking emoticon. <laughs> Is he campaigning for a job? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, all right. So meanwhile, okay. Um, I just my next note is just Spike is now a spook, uh, which is funny. Maybe that was something they said. I don't know. But anyway, we go to uh, a girl in trouble. A very very dark chase through the woods. I mean, there must be a reason why it's so dark on this trail, and it's probably because there's a werewolf involved, and we don't want to see the entire werewolf outfit. And uh, this girl gets uh, <laughs> attacked, and Angel kills it with a pen, and then yeah. then the girl disappears. Um, there's a bit of trivia here. Uh, the werewolves were designed by Robert Hall and were an intentional departure from the werewolf costume worn by Oz uh, on Buffy. Uh, they uh, quotes they were saying Oz looked like a gay possum, said Robert Hall. <laughs> <laughs> He decided <laughs> he decided to design the werewolf with sparse hair so that the muscles underneath were clearly visible. Uh, quote, the script wanted a big bad wolf, he explains. I think it literally said, don't make it look like a gay possum. <laughs> it's different, uh, but it's not better in any way. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm quickly Googling. Gay, Gay possum? possum? <laughs> Wait, I, don't think it looks like, I don't understand what a gay possum looks like. I, I don't make any sense. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's using gay in a negative <laughs> sense. Um, uh-huh. uh, uh, yeah, so. Uh, so. As, as people did back in 2003. Yeah. 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 Um, so meanwhile, okay, so <laughs> speaking of, uh, speaking of gay possums, speaking um. of actually something you said before, <laughs> actually, um, so we go to this next scene where, uh, Spike appears through a door in Fred's office and Fred literally says, hi, Skype. I'm telling you, 
rewind it. She does? Rewind wow. it again. It rewound it again. She says, hi, Skype. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick that one up. Oh, on really? Page, me and her. Check it again. Uh <laughs> Check the tape. Uh, if I was uh, if I was a better podcaster, I'd have a, a sound clip already. But oh god, it's so funny. You had to be there anyway. Uh, so we find out that uh, the disappearances are lasting longer, and um, she's like, "Well, you know, this is not my area. Maybe you should go to Wesley." And he starts making out this huge story about crossing paths with a young Wesley and. Um, oh my god, I was so excited. I'm like, are we going to get a flashback? And then I was like, oh, this is going to be like a giant red herring. Yeah. <laughs> and it totally was. That was funny. <laughs> so there's something going on here with Spike where it's like, I, I honestly don't don't know. I mean, other than Spike being Spike, but it's like he doesn't want anyone else to know what's going on. I mean, I mean Angel is one thing. He's got, you know... This ongoing will they won't they with him so he doesn't want him to know too much information um sorry the wb's best bromance um <laughs> but wesley i mean is it because wesley is, is it their s- first bromance oh boy <laughs> sorry i didn't mean to throw you for a loop dawson's creek i was thinking of jack i was like what was the what was jack, jack and the guy who yeah, played but, but jack was outright gay these two are not there's like, there's like, there is this underlying tone. Are there any? Th- is there anything Casey possum like? No. Casey, Casey and Dawson. <laughs> they were friends at the beginning, right? <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So, so why is it that uh, is is it because Fred is so cute that he only wants to solve things with her? I was wondering that too. Does he just have a crush on her? Is that why he only wants to? Uh, uh, does he? believe he has more uh, he believes in her more he has more confidence in Fred yeah, I, I just think he he doesn't want to be maybe he doesn't want to feel emasculated with the other guys like what is how is you know I mean? like possibly being uh, possibly disappearing to hell any sort of dick measuring contest <laughs> like, what, oh, how is that like <laughs> oh boy don't want anybody to know about my secret shame I'm, I'm, getting, <laughs> I'm getting closer and closer to eternal damnation <laughs> yeah I don't know it's probably just it's probably as simple as he thinks she's cute and the writers wanted to put to pair those two together in a story arc. I mm-hmm. like their dynamic. I think they have a good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I think they have a good oh, chemistry. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, I enjoy them. So we have Angel doing another great drawing. I, I believe this one was <laughs> of the girl that got away there. And then we mm-hmm. go. Then we meet Doctor Royce, who is played by a wonderful character actor John Billingsley. He um, was on a Star Trek. He's he was been on, on many things. Enterprise, uh, True Blood. My mem- most memorable. Uh, performance that I can remember is Six Feet Under, uh, and mm-hmm. uh, it, he plays like this, like in, like in the opening teaser, he's just like this husband that's sitting at the breakfast table, droning on and on and on and on, and his wife is just working in the background, and it's just the most boring stories. And then finally, she just slugs him over the back of the head, and then it says like his name and when he died. Uh, so that was the bo- that's the body of the the week for that episode. So, <laughs> but. <laughs> It's hilarious. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So again, Spike's making up more stories, talking about how he had a long, brutal fight with a werewolf once. And I'm starting to think about like, what? When was this? Was this in Buffy? Uh, and then you know, Angel uh, Fred points out that Angel killed this werewolf with a pen. <laughs> so. Can can we talk real quick about how you know we've been taught that not all demons are bad? Hashtag um, not all demons. Know, Oz could be a good werewolf. You know, there are good werewolves. And Angel murders this one werewolf. He doesn't seem to care. Like, that could have been, you know, it could have been Oz or it could have been a good werewolf for all we know. And then they just conveniently are like, yeah, he was a homeless guy who left his wife and kids. So, like, they just throw that out there. So, like, we don't feel bad. Yeah, that seemed pretty convenient that, like, he left his wife and kids and was a bad homeless guy that angel just totally murder <laughs> yep. like i was i was just thinking that when he first killed him I'm like you know what if that was oz or what if that was like a character that or or you know a, a good person well and see how i was thinking how i was thinking about it i was like well maybe he was a normal person with wife and kids and he got turned into a werewolf and so he purposefully moved himself away from his family to protect them that's yeah. what i was thinking that's good yeah that could have been true too but yeah, they just don't. They just brush right past it and don't mention it again. I was like, Angel just murdered a guy. Sod. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of this. I don't think you're supposed to take it too seriously, too deep. <laughs> uh, oh, this girl is. Uh, she's married to Jason Biggs. Yes. Jenny Mullen. Sorry, I stepped away to grab my drink. Uh, yes, Jenny Mullen. I have stuff on Jenny Mullen because um, Steph hates her. So I wanted to yeah. bring – I mean, do you I, have, do not, I don't do hate you, her. Oh, I'm I was going to say, do you, do, you, do you mention about how she's a horrible actress? That's what I was t- uh, saying. Uh, <laughs> in, in real life, she's really funny. I've seen her like uh, in interviews and like mm-hmm. on Twitter and stuff. She's very funny. So <laughs> – I don't know. I yeah. didn't have. I didn't. I didn't have a problem with her. I don't think she's great, but I don't think she's terrible either. As Nina, does she come back? Please tell me no, guys. Let me let me get to the trivia here <laughs> while I dodge Kim's question. Uh, Jenny actually originally auditioned for the role of Eve, that ended up going to Sarah Thompson, in which I wanted to. I'm going to quiz uh, you guys really quick. Uh, uh, who do you like more, Sarah Thompson or Jenny Mullen? <laughs> Ben. <laughs> Did you say Ben? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said Glory. Oh, no, that's what I meant to say. Shit. This joke is lost. <laughs> is there some sort of a connection between Ben and no. Glory? <laughs> anyway, so the producers liked Jenny so much that they brought her back to play Nina Ash. Oh, Sorry, Eve was the one with the red leather outfit that they tried to do the spinoff of, right? No, Eve is the girl that is the uh, mysterious girl that keeps popping up in Angel's office this season. This the representative of Wolfman Hart. Yeah. She's like the conduit to the powers that be or something like that. The senior partners. Senior partners. Senior partners, yeah. The weird redhead. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so uh, it's 2003 now uh, when this episode – so in 2008, she co-starred in the Jason Banks movie My Best Friend's Girl. Soon after, they started dating and then married after dating for less than a year. They, she uh, wrote and starred in a short film called Kidnapping Caitlin with uh, Jason and Julie Benz. Um, 
In 2013, she wrote a book of comedic essays called I Like You Just the Way I Am, uh, followed by another book called Live, Di- Live Fast, Die Hot in 2016, both on the New York Times bestsellers list. She's been her- heralded by the Huffington Post as one of the funniest women on both Twitter and Instagram and named as one of the five Twitters to follow by the New York Times. And uh, that Twitter is Jenny and Teets. <laughs> So just so you know, I am following her both on Twitter and on Instagram. I and, said that earlier. She's very yeah. funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure Maybe she's so. a funny person. Mm-hmm. She was just not cast well for this part. Well, it was weird because, first of all, I'm going to bring up like an oldie but a goodie with Gabby because Bra Watch was in full effect in this episode because oh. there was w- not one <laughs> for most yeah. of the episode. They and tried then, to put her in as little amount of clothing as possible. That I very much noticed. That was so and weird. How did they have to like give her, like, wet her? Exactly. Because they don't wet show anything. What's the point? What's the point? Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm not complaining. Like, uh, I think the point is, you know, for false. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they didn't show anything. Well, we have it's like that was just for the crew that day. I you just, know? I just love yeah. the uh, the character's name, Nina Ash. It's just such like a, like a, I'm in a horror movie name. <laughs> and like I don't know, all this stuff um, I think is really well done, um, but. It's stuff we've seen before. It's stuff that, if, well, at least on Buffy, it, I think it's, yeah. it's I think it's a little bit better done, but still, it's like nothing surprising here. Um, so anyway, I like the I like the, the the sound design of the fly, and then the sizzling of the I think the sausages or something, and then it's the like a steak, steak, and then like the heartbeats, and then we get this really scary vision of like slashing her young niece's neck and how bloody that looks. And you know, later on we get this the, the classic werewolf transformation. I mean, as much as they can show oh, before they cut away. Yeah. They did like the uh American werewolf in Yeah. The the, London. the hand stretching. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. I wrote down, Oh, this looks just like thriller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. But again, it's like to, to me, it's like this is really cool. But it's like I'm kind of like whatever because I mean it's a werewolf, and we've seen the werewolf before. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't yeah, know it was like, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, it, I, it's cool that they have a werewolf on the show again, you know, or in the Buffyverse again. It's like you would think that there's more more werewolves out there. We've seen a million vampires, um, but I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't that. Yeah. That big it of feels a like take of it. It feels like territory that we've covered already. Nice sure. person turns into a werewolf and, and, is worried about yeah. hurting people. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's basically exactly the same, and obviously we cared more about Oz. So, yeah. but I agree. I think it's well done, and I think yeah. the story is fairly well told. It's just, yeah, like you said, it's just sort of monster of the week, and it's monster of the week that we've seen. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, the gang is investigating or trying to find Nina. And um, Spike is urging them to move the investigation along, especially Fred. And, uh, well, here's my first quote. <laughs> uh, just, just so you know, Ray, we, I'm, I'm saying use quotes anytime you want and then yeah. we'll catch whatever at the end. Um, gotcha. Unless you guys have this quote because I'll, I, I will – Go for it. Oh, okay. You, uh, Angel yeah. says, you know that whoosh thing that you do when you're suddenly not there anymore? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. That's great. 
Uh, so anyway, they find Nina, and we get a, a, a shot that we haven't seen in a long time, which is Angel outside a window. <laughs> it's just reminded me of like when he's like he was dating Buffy, um, which uh, maybe uh, you know something subliminal uh, they they a were dropping in there. Yeah. <laughs> well, at the I end, it was pretty obvious. Like, oh, she's cute, wasn't she? Oh, she's funny. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I gave the screen two middle fingers. I was like, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I felt like Angel was really – he was like extra broody in this one. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I mean, he's always broody, but – I mean he is – he is – of course, his whole life is affected his, you know, uh, uh, by becoming a monster and all the people that he's hurt in his life. And then he feels guilty that he didn't get there fast enough to stop um, Jenny from having to go through the same thing. So I, I, I kind of get why he's so broody. Like he takes it upon himself, but he also like kind of damned this girl into having the life of a monster when she was just a innocent. Yeah, the parallels are there, but I just think that he was really over the top in this one. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, Nina gets lured to a tranquilizer. She wakes up in a cage, thinks Angel is a psycho rapist. <laughs> Which, you know, you wake up in a cage from Saw or Rightfully whatever. Rightfully so. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on? Where are my clothes? What? And so he has to actually show her turning into a werewolf on video. Um, and then, of course, uh, there's another quote here. I don't <laughs> uh, uh, it starts off with, I'm a monster too. Does anybody have that? No, nope. oh, I didn't write that nope. down. <laughs> <laughs> Angel says, I'm a monster too. And she's like, what? You're like a, a Frankenstein? And he says, no. And then oh, he starts yeah. stroking his forehead. And he's like, I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's my forehead again. Really giving me away. I'm a Frankenstein. Uh, yeah, see, I think uh, I think we're supposed to be, oh, Angel, uh, maybe – this could be a relationship. Mm-hmm. And he's, a little being, to, he's a little vulnerable in front of her. Yeah. But they have no chemistry. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, whatsoever. And then, you know, Nina has to talk Agreed. with Fred about, oh, is this guy, is he dating? Oh, he doesn't date. Oh, that must be lonely. Um. <laughs> So, so Angel Broods, Gunn gets yelled at for trying to talk to him. <laughs> and then I think Lauren gets through to him. I didn't take too many notes around that. Um, so, meanwhile, Jill, the sister, is pissed because Nina left the poor kid at the, in the house by herself. But, you know, she's trying to a wolf, so what are you going to do? So Nina decides she's going to leave, and then masked men take down Fred and kidnap Nina. I I enjoyed that scene where Fred took (coughs) Nina home Mm -hmm. and was pretending to be uh, like a ditzy girlfriend, a friend from college. (laughs) Oh, we were in pottery class, and a guy broke up with me, and she had to come (laughs) help me. And that was cute that Fred Uh tried to help. Yeah, I like that. Oh, you know what I like, Steph? What? Nina like gets like stripped and then chained up and then scrubbed down. Um, oh my god, there's nothing hotter than somebody being chained up. I was wondering what they were doing to her. <laughs> I didn't realize that they were like marinating her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, what's happening? 
I actually thought that was kind of an interesting twist. That, that's where I thought the episode was like, all right, this is kind of an interesting twist, yeah. I guess, on yeah. the werewolf thing that they're very tra- they're going to eat her. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, back at Wolferman Heart, uh, they make Royce sing Jesse's Girl, which is, you know, his little lovely uh, tenor. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fred tells the group that the men who kidnapped Nina were organized almost like a military. And Wesley says, an underground monster hunting military organization. It's happened before. <laughs> oh, stupid Riley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Spike is walking around, walking through walls. Fred uh, follows him and finds uh, in Royce's garbage a vial. And then she cracks him over the head with a lamp. And turns out the vial is a... Uh, yeah, that was pretty neat that it's a medicine that helps you not be found out by Lauren. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, convenient. Oh, <laughs> oh great. I, I, yeah, no, we I can't ever trust convenient. that now. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, pretty convenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, she's they already made that vial. Like, with, we've, we've got and Lauren knew. as a human lie detector at this place for like two episodes already, and it's already... <laughs> and, yeah, and she knew what the drug was and what it mm-hmm. did, like, as soon as she found it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, they find a menu in Royce's office, I think. And um, and I have questions. <laughs> <laughs> My first note was, you they're going to carve her up. Uh, and then, um, do they keep her alive to eat her? If they cut up a part of her, is that... Well, is, is it not living flesh yeah, anymore? Because, well, it, yeah. If they kill her, she turns back to human. Right. Uh-huh. What if they lop off an arm? Does the arm get turned back into human? I guess they have to eat it really fast. How about if, like, she's werewolf and she, like, sheds? Like, does well, the I hair turn into human hair when it falls off her? We're not supposed to think this deeply. Mm-mm. It's All not right. that deep. Note to self, get an expert on the show next week. <laughs> Werewolf expert, right in. Um, okay, so uh, they're they're putting her basically on a platter, and then uh, Team Angel finds the place. Um, Gun punches a doorman and says a badass line. Does anybody have that? I wrote all the quotes down, apparently. <laughs> I'm all up in the law now, but damn, it feels good damn. to get my violence on. <laughs> Yeah. That that was nice that. to see old gun back for a yeah. split second. And yeah. gun with a gun, which is not something we yeah. often see. The hub, hubcap axe is no more. I wrote that down and I was just like when he said it I kinda laughed. Yeah. Usually I hate I hate the way they write for gun. Yeah. I really do. But that made me laugh because I was like, Oh, now I miss the way the horrible way they write for him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, everybody's drawing guns on each other and then suddenly Nina is turned into a werewolf. She gets up and, um, they trank her, but, uh, they have an argument like, oh, we, people paid a high price for this werewolf. What, what are we going to do? And then Nina bites Royce in the ankle and like, well, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, it is kind of terrible. I mean, Royce deserves it, um, for, um, you know, being complicit in all this, but, the how terrified he is really. I don't know. Yeah, Angel was really cold hearted about mm-hmm. just being like, "Yeah, you can have him, and we'll see you later." Yeah. Like, not not caring that, uh, and not like taking them down, just letting them keep doing what they were doing. But they can have somebody else to eat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Fred's office, Spike is barely visible, um, and then he comes back, and Fred wants to tell Angel, but Spike won't let her. 
and she promises to find him a way, bring him back. Um, and oh, okay. So Nina is asking if you, it's Angel, if he ever thought about disappearing. And I think Angel says, if you separate yourself from the ones you love, the monster wins. So she says, see you next week. And uh, <laughs> and Angel brings her home, and the WB all of a sudden, like Angel realizes that it's a WB show for like two seconds, and just starts playing some maudlin Ryan Adams song. <laughs> I was like, "What is going on here? <laughs> this is an Angel." Um, and they like Nina going back to her family, and it's like you know Angel watching, and it's like, "What? What's going on?" Um, and yeah, think you got a shot? Oh, she gave me a look. Um. So that's the only notes I have left for that. I have some trivia though. Um, oh, wasn't there? There was a last scene where they were all together and Angel invited everybody over, right? Yeah, yeah. The whole thing you got a they shot ate, thing. That's all I have. <laughs> they was ate, more? Uh, yeah, they was there. They were going to order Chinese food or something, and they were all together, like as a as a group. Is that Angels. the one? Fred was on, yeah. Fred was on the phone ordering the Chinese, and it's the Chinese place that they would order because she was telling him, "Oh no, we moved. <laughs> we're not in the most, we're not yeah, in the hotel yes. anymore." And it was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> to, to me, I love this the best because I like I when too. the gang is together. Yes, and yeah. I I thought when, totally um, agree. When you look. I thought season four didn't have nearly enough of just like the gang is together and everybody's happy and they're mm-hmm. sort of like I felt like they were dealing with an apocalypse like everything was heightened the whole season. Yeah, uh, they, well, they, they were, were they were battling and then Connor and Cordy and yeah. Well, I didn't think it helped and, that the 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 creator of the show and one of the main people were at it uh, fighting. So mm-hmm. yes, that probably didn't <laughs> help either. But I just I thought it was great to see them together mm-hmm. and on the yeah. same side and totally nobody was agree. fighting. And they Lauren loved, mixing drinks. Lauren mixing drinks. They <laughs> ordered food. And then I even I even thought about when we were talking earlier about when they were all together for the picnic at the beginning. Where if you sort of juxtaposed it at the beginning, they were there as sort of like trying to figure out Wolfman Hart where in this situation they were legitimately just together to have to just enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. I'm kind of a softie. I enjoyed the, the <laughs> sort of... best part of the episode. Yeah, definitely. I think it would, it would have been better if it was something like, um, I don't know. What do we just think that he's angels met a girl and now he's loosening up. <laughs> that's why, that's oh, why God. we're all happy together. Uh, you know, I, it wasn't anything that really brought the gang together that justified yeah. it. Yeah. I just think they sort of just like, they solved the case, but they sort yeah. of realized yeah. they, and they sort of realized that they need each other. I think angel realized that he needs his friends after seeing Nina and mm-hmm. telling her that she needs her family I think Angel yeah. did realize that he needs his family. And Don't let the monster push, win. Yeah, he can't. He can't push everybody away and let the monster win. And I like that. Mm-hmm. So. I hear you. All right, so I'm going to read some of this trivia here. Uh, at the end, uh, producer Jeffrey Bell says Nina is not becoming a regular, but there was good, God. there was good chemistry. So we've talked about yeah. bringing her back. There are no yeah. master plans yeah. for Angel and Werewolf Girl, but we're always open to the possibility. Uh, oh, the WB. Now this is the WB talking to David Boreanaz. Is Angel ever going to find true love again? And he says, "Well, Angel's love life is very sporadic. One moment of true happiness can lead to many souls being killed off very <laughs> fast. It's up and down. 
He doesn't really have a prescription for it. His one true love is Buffy, always will be, and it's going to be difficult for him to find somebody who can top that. Uh, The WBS. um, But Angel will try to top that, right? And uh, David says, who knows? We're definitely going to experiment with him in the fifth season. We're going to be throwing characters at Angel. None have worked so far, at least not like they've worked (laughs) with Buffy. And then they and uh, WB says, speaking of which, will she or won't she be jumping into the mix? David says, I think she'll be coming back. I think you'll see Spike and Angel heading right back into that love triangle thing. So that was an interview done around this done around that time. So no spoilers. You know, if I was an actor and I had to answer stupid questions all the time (laughs) about my character, (laughs) I think I would lose my mind. I see personally. I Angel and Buffy and the over melodramatic stuff. That I don't care for that at all. I never do. Oh, I love it. Uh, but <laughs> hashtag Angel. But to an extent, to an extent. I don't. I don't like to hear. I don't like to hear actors talk about their characters and what they think will happen because it doesn't matter. <laughs> they don't <laughs> They're know. They're not the writers. They're yeah, not the writers. Sure. They don't know. All they know is what's handed to them on that script. Yeah, like I, I I prefer Angel and Darla, and I prefer Angel and Cordy at the end of season three. There, yeah, of Angel yeah. more than I hot. ever cared more than I ever cared about Angel and Buffy. But I, I like that's what, just me. Everybody says true his true love was Buffy or whatever, but it's true. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah, Steph. Next Robin, time I get stop, dis- stop being dismissive of our guests. I'm not being dismissive. <laughs> I'm just you know. Buffy and Angel forever. It's only tattooed on my butt. You know, whatever. Um, the, next, the next time what? I said. I was going to say the next time we have like an actor coming on iZombie, I'll be like, well, first off, Steph doesn't want me to ask you anything about your character or what you think about your character. So what's acting like? <laughs> that's your job. That's all we want to hear about. <laughs> I think that's probably why I'll, I'll let you do the interview. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's rate this uh, awesome. this one. Um, what did you guys think? Uh, let's start with our guest. Um, I don't unleash. I didn't dis. I didn't dislike it, but I didn't love it. Like like we had said, it kind of was felt felt sort of like a rehash, and it seemed like we're sort of uh, really playing up the similarities between Nina and Angel. I guess for new viewers maybe they were trying to do that um but it was sort of just a standard case of the week i like i said before i love the fish out of water aspect so all the stuff that wasn't with (laughs) nina but was with (laughs) everybody else the gang just trying to just trying to navigate the wolf and menard thing i love that Mm -hmm. part um so i'll give it like a seven out of ten um Mm -hmm. fancy werewolf dinners (laughs) (laughs) nice kim uh, just remember the episode's called Unleashed, like a like a okay. dog is off its leash. Okay. Is that? Right. Not what does that have to do with anything? I just love a good pun. Uh, okay, because she's a werewolf and she's like yeah. a dog. Yeah. And she's tied up on that thing. Like, anyways. Um. Yeah. This episode, I was. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I was just like, okay. I can't. Well, I don't. I won't say I didn't hate it. I was things irked me about it that I was just like, ugh, ugh. But I didn't like the, I didn't like the, the actress playing because there was a scene where she was trying to be really serious. And I was like, Oh, she's really having it up. And that took me out of it for literally 
a couple minutes, but I was just like, oh, it, it, it reminded me, I'm sorry to say this, it reminded me of Faith. I'm like, oh, this would be so much better if they had a better actress. But, oh, like, sorry, like, like Faith? <laughs> oh, you're saying like Faith. Okay, go ahead. Like Faith. Like Nikolai Fedorsku <laughs> is like amazing. <laughs> Yeah, she, yeah, okay, yeah, she grew on me. Cause in, toward on my, on my other butt cheek, it says Eliza plus Robin forever, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, yeah, I'm going to give this six unnecessary, gratuitous, um, marinating, um, uh, what is it? <laughs> marinating shots, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, that was hot. Right, Steph? It was. No. She, she looks amazing, but I'm just like. I mean, she's a very cute girl. I mean, I think she's very pretty. Her hair color, with her eyes and her eyebrow color, yeah. I think she's very attractive. She's just very weak with the dramatic acting. I just want to make sure anybody who's joining us for our, their first podcast with Redemption Cast just like decided to dip in. Uh, Steph usually likes seeing Angel chained up with his shirt off and tortured, so that's that's why I'm playing it too. I'm not a creepo. But the tattoo thing, totally real. <laughs> Steph? Oh, my turn. <laughs> I give it four out of ten right four, decisions geez. to marry for that sweet, sweet American Pie franchise money. <laughs> there you go. Ouch. Um, yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. Uh, I don't know about the whole marrying the American Pie franchise money, <laughs> but I actually had a four written down in my notes too. Uh, four out of 10 yeah. demon hunting. Four, wow. Yeah. yeah it's, to, it's run of the mill. If I watch this episode again, I'll blow my brains out. It's, it's run of the mill. It's just not, nothing exciting. Nothing seems to work. Um, mm-hmm. Ray warmed me up on the whole, uh, uh, you know, the picnic scenes, but besides that, I don't know. Four out of ten, mm-hmm. demon hunting, helpless helping, dysfunctional families. Oh. And, oh, I have scores because I have my score sheet open today. Uh, so that comes to uh, uh, a five. Five point, mm. five point twenty-five. Yikes. Lowest rated right. episode this season. Um, our last two averages, so I didn't have them before, but uh, it was conviction, seven, just rewards, eight. So now this is five. <laughs> Uh, anybody have any quotes? I'm the only one with quotes. Uh, I, <laughs> I had I had the first angel one that you did about the whooshing and not being there one. That was the only one I had. that's okay. You could have yeah, said that that's I had my the, quote. I had the I had I had a we spat with a werewolf once myself. Fall for over an hour. Brutal, vicious. Almost lost my angel. Killed him with a pen. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my quote is uh, Angel and Nina. Um, Angel, at some point you'll be at the grocery store with Amanda and uh, the whole werewolf thing. It'll just be a part of who you are. Nina says, next you're going to tell me you actually like being a vampire. Angel says, well, being nearly indestructible is cool. <laughs> Which I like. Kind of cool. Yeah. Hellbound. Written and directed by Stephen S. tonight. This is the only episode of Buffy or Angel to ever have a viewer discretion advisory warning before it. Really? Really. <laughs> Why is that? Because a piece of glass was looking like she, it was coming out of a Cutting woman's fingers off. Yes. There's some gross stuff. I thought it was, creepy. Well, okay. it was creepy. Yeah. The they do that, but not, not slashing a 10-year-old's throat? They didn't have the advisory for that? A ten- America. When did a 10-year-old get her throat cl- slashed? 
in Nina's uh, imagination. Oh, oh, dream. she said the last episode. Hello. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, I, yeah, I don't know. Just uh, this is a especially creepy episode. Um, written by, of is course, it just me. But sorry, it, does Robin sound Cylony or is it just me? For just a sec, Cylon. Oh, okay, okay, I think you're okay now. I come in peace. Anyway, uh, so starting off this episode, uh, Spike actually learns about Shanshu. Um, yeah. Angel <laughs> helps enough people; he's going to be a real boy. Oh my god! I totally was singing Shanshu when she said. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. And we get more explanation here, you know, Fred trying to analyze Spike. Um, Spike is not a ghost. His essence is straddling a void. And the reason why is something that has to do with that amulet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're talking, and all of a sudden, Spike falls into a basement and finds this dude cutting his own fingers off. Creepy. Which I believe uh, uh, one of the pieces of trivia I wrote or read uh, said that uh, the Foley artists were just basically cutting vegetables up <laughs> to make that sound. <laughs> okay, this is why this didn't scare me. It's because Spike, Spike is Spike, and nothing scares Spike. Even right. if Spike weren't, Spike is a ghost. Like you can't scare ghosts. <laughs> and I know Spike is not an actual quote ghost. But he is not in danger. Right. Why would Spike be afraid of this? So therefore, I'm not afraid of this. But Spike was in danger. He's going to be pulled at the yeah, house. He was scared. He did end up being in danger, but yeah. I, I just didn't feel the, uh, you know. The urgency of it. The dread of it. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you figure that they wouldn't make him a series regular and then kill him off in the... Yeah, I guess so. Fourth episode. <laughs> I was not afraid for his yeah. life. Spike didn't know, so he was afraid. <laughs> <laughs> well, it says here that I have a contract. Was that a Spike voice? I don't even know. Pretty good. That's pretty close. All right, All right love. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Fred, uh, meanwhile, is asking for Wesley's help, and Wesley says she needs a real dinner, which means, you know, one with me. Um, meanwhile, Eve is talking to Angel to have him talk to Fred about the practical sciences budget. Um, Fred says she's been working overtime trying to help Spike. Angel just wants him out. And Fred says that Spike is a champion too. And, uh, they argue back and forth. She says, uh, Angel even says Spike only cares about himself. And Fred reminds him and Buffy. <laughs> it's sure it's so, got to get that in. It's so weird to be seeing Angel do CEO things and worry about like bookkeeping because <laughs> yeah. that just doesn't. <laughs> to be like, yeah, I've been crunching the numbers, and yeah. that just seems so not Angel like. <sighs> yeah, because we've exactly, seen because I think. Go ahead, Seth. I was just saying uh, we've seen Angel in his office before at the hotel, but we didn't know what he was doing in there. <laughs> we thought he was just sitting there brooding. Just brooding, yes. <laughs> yeah, there should be more budget talk with the at the Hyperion, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Cordy was always worried about money. Yeah, at least early yeah. on. Um. Yeah, and and you think to yourself, like, well, what the hell does he care about Wolfram and Hart's money? But, you know, Eve did warn him that if this branch closes down, they're just going to lose it and the other branches will just keep going on. So he's got to keep this business running. Um, Mm -hmm. And this is, of course, the most important part of the show. 
so Angel warns uh, Fred not to be played by Spike, and um, I love. I mean, does anybody have want Fred's quote here? Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Oh yeah. Good. Do you know? Uh, uh. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I got no. I didn't write it down. No, it was something else. <laughs> I'm not an idiot schoolgirl with a crush. I'm trying to help people. Which, like, duh, Angel. Yeah, but the way she said it, her whole quote was, it was like she was starting to say, oh, like she was yeah. blushing. Yeah, yeah, like, right. like, oh, Spike makes me blush. <laughs> but in the middle of her statement, she turned it around like, hey, F you. what do you think, what yeah. do you think I'm doing here? Yeah. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I'm not that gullible. <laughs> Um, so meanwhile, Spike is wandering around dark hallways, following blinking lights, and he comes up to a, a crying woman that has no arms. <laughs> and, um, I don't know, he, what does he end up back with Angel? Yeah. And he, you know, he talks about how, like, well, if a ponce like Angel could break out of hell, <laughs> he can. And, um, he starts yeah, talking yeah. about, like, the Shanshu stuff. Yeah, this scene together with them two is just... It's so good. <laughs> Feel free to use any quotes. I don't want to say any any quotes, uh, but I wrote a bunch of stuff down myself. I, yeah, I have stuff from this scene. Let's see. I have uh, Spike saying, "You and me together again." Hope and Crosby, Stills and Nash, Chico and the Man. <laughs> Love the whole Crosby, Stills and Nash, <laughs> and all those teenagers watching the WB were like, "What? <laughs> yeah. What?" <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my God. Yeah. I was watching 90210 the other day. Uh, don't ask. Um, and um, <laughs> Brandon and Brenda were like talking about Ozzy and Harriet. And they're like, well, we don't want to be whoever the kids of Ozzy and Harriet are. And I'm like, how do these 90s kids know what the kids' names of <laughs> Ozzy and Harriet are? Anyway. Yeah, it was, it was just so weird that way back then, writers were like 40-year-old people with 40-year-old with references and <laughs> sudden and then i don't know at some point television shows had all these like very relevant <laughs> references that date the shows mm-hmm. then again it does make sense that two immortals are talking about hope and crosby and yes. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah prophecies are bullcrap he's talking angel talking about shanshu you try to make a difference and you end up running an evil law firm we're both <laughs> going to hell <laughs> and uh, I love it Just Angel and Spike bickering away um, Yeah he said uh, Never much never much for small talk Were you? Always too busy trying to perfect that brooding block of wood mystique <laughs> 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 And uh, Angel even says that uh, He stops himself a moment He's like well actually I, I did like your poems <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Spike said, well, you like Barry Manilow. Right. That count. <laughs> <laughs> and through a lot of this, I'm like, how is Spike sitting on that couch? I see the couch moving. He can't touch anything. What is going on here? Well, it's every so time dangerous. I see him, I was like, he should be going right through the basement. Yeah. yeah. And, beyond, and, and beyond. I can I can well, I so need the fact that he can stay on one level of a building. Yeah, but because the whole it, sitting in chairs <laughs> thing. Somehow it's explained by the ghoul, the guy, the killer, the murderer, saying that he can he controls this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he like it bends reality, whatever reality he wants but, or something. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think that explains how Spike can sit on a couch, but I mean, if he's unconsciously sitting on a couch and being, um, uh, what's the word? <laughs> 
I'm, corporeal. Corporeal. Thank you. Baby. I'm like coherent. Coherent. Uh, corporeal. One of those words that I only know from watching Buffy and Angel. Yeah. <laughs> well, we seen him. What he tried to like lean on a desk, right, and fell right through it. Early. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, but he can sit down on the couch. I guess if he's not. If he he really wanted to sit on that couch, that's basically what it is. You really want something, you can do it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there's all of a sudden Spike sees a hangman and Angel can't see it, and all of a sudden we're back to season the beginning of season seven. Buffy and Spike is freaking out about ghosts all over the place, and nobody else can see them. Like he's being tortured <laughs> by the first again. Um, and a bit of trivia here. Um, uh, if you slow down the visions that Pavane is making Spike have, you can see images of Spike's head with barbed wire around it, uh, a finger getting impaled with a needle beneath the nail, and other disturbing images that are probably meant to be a preview of what Spike could expect in hell. So I guess that might yes. be part of the advisory. <laughs> well, um, that's probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. I, I didn't think that I could pull it off uh, with my my DVD, but um, I'd love to see if somebody actually had like a a very per- a perfect still frame of like Spike with barbed wire around his head. <laughs> what that looks like. Uh, all right, so the gang see uh, uh, Spike's uh, bellowing away. The gang comes in and they all of a sudden see him disappear, but he's actually still there, and uh, he. Uh, <laughs> All right, so I have a quote by Gunn here. <laughs> does anybody want it? Oh, Angel does have a point. Spike has been unintentionally disappearing more and more frequently. Give him 20 minutes. He'll be pop- popping up next to you in the bathroom making cracks about your... Am I the only one he does that to? <laughs> <laughs> Just the, the thought of Spike in the bathroom and Gunn trying to go to the bathroom and concentrate in the stall is just... Really funny to me. <laughs> what you got there? <laughs> you <you're> done? <laughs> wow, that's a lot of urine. Um, terrible spike. <laughs> terrible spike. Very uh, terrible. <laughs> uh, yep. What you got there, laddie? Uh, <laughs> all right. So uh, okay. Fred says the spike is slipping into hell. Wesley and Gunner are like, duh. Uh, that's my notes. I don't know. <laughs> Is that still somebody's quote? Uh, so uh, I love that bit. I totally love that bit. <laughs> so uh, Spike follows some shadows to an elevator, a creepy elevator, takes him down to the basement. He doesn't go through the elevator. Um, there's a table. The table and chairs there, but uh, it, the the guy who was there is not there anymore. Just the fingers. And then Spike sees a girl with a glass in her eye. And she starts saying, Reaper's going to take you. Um, and then she s- says that she hasn't forgotten him and then slashes his face with the glass mm-hmm. that she pulls out of his eye, her, her eye. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. I wish there was more of a – like we got like a little bit of a hint like, oh, this might be somebody that Spike might have killed or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I guess in the end maybe it's just like one of the many ghosts that Pavane like fed on or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, so Spike talks to Fred Who can't hear him She's deep in thought um, And uh, let's see The ghosts are the welcoming party Fred is frustrated Spike grabs something What does he grab? Yeah, I don't know um, Oh, he tries to grab Fred And she gets a shock And then the room goes dark 
and then Angel mm-hmm. freak, freaks Fred out. <laughs> so yes. uh, Eve tries to help by bringing in a sexy psychic. That was a weird <laughs> scene. <laughs> that was odd. You think? Yeah. I have a quote from this scene. <laughs> Fred says, should we hold hands? The psychic says, only if you're lonely. And then all of a sudden the psychic says, the dark soul is here. Then she starts choking and then spits blood all over Fred's face and dies. That was hilarious. Well, not hilarious, but I was just like, ugh. Yeah, (laughs) it's freaky. Uh, And then Wesley realizes there must be somebody else in the building. You know, it's not not in Spike's character to like strangle some psychic. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get the obligatory shower scene um, with mm-hmm. Fred. Uh, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. hooray! <laughs> um, that was me clapping. Um, okay. Spike is able to touch the glass and write the word Reaper. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Spike starts seeing the guy with the melted face. Then some more ghosts. And he says he wants to talk to the boss. Thank you. So, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> so they look up. I love the the gang goes into research mode. They're like, okay, break out the supernatural text. Look up Dark Soul. Let's see how often that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> and so they get 3,200 references. Four of them are about Angel. Angel protests. I didn't even have a soul when I did that. <laughs> and then they cross reference. They cross reference Dark Soul with Reaper, and they get one result. <laughs> one, one. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, Matthias Pavane. Uh, he was a, a crazy guy. Did some like unnecessary surgeries. And then they um, they had the, apparently Wolfram and Hart was built on a mission or something, and. They wanted to deconsecrate the grounds. <laughs> like this, these grounds are too good. Let's evil them up. Let's, uh, and so they sacrifice uh, Pervain to deconsecrate it. And the reason why there's no other ghosts there is because he's been feeding on them. Um. So yeah, Pervain starts uh, teasing Spike. He wants to get a taste of Fred. He talks about how reality bends to his desires. And no matter what he does, hell still awaits. And that felt very like Freddy Krueger to me, where you're when you're in his dream world or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how familiar you are, but mm-hmm. you know he basically can do whatever he wants in his dream world, whatever uh, reality he makes. That uh, so when he was basically telling him like, "Oh, it's my reality, I can do whatever I want to you," mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, he's like very Freddy Krueger here." <laughs> yeah, you know, writers' jobs are simple; they just. Steal from other things. <laughs> Rip off whatever you can. Well, there goes our guest appearance from Stephen tonight. Um, so wait a minute. Did Stephen tonight leave Angel here and then go to Smallville? Oh, I, I'm not sure. I should have done my homework, but I didn't. He probably finished the season. Probably finished the series and then went to Angel. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I love when they catch Fred uh, writing all over the windows, and they're like, um. <laughs> "She's not. I'm not crazy again." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she realized she wants to get a. Uh, she needs a huge source of dark en- energy to create this like little ring that'll um, uh, corporealize uh, whatever ghost goes into it. So 
Gunn calls on the uh, the good kitty to help him out, and uh, was it Angel that goes down there with him? Yep. Yeah. Um. So um. That's when Spike and Pavane start fighting, and uh, yeah, I wrote my notes. Fred creates some circle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like. I don't care. Whatever. Just just fix it. And so the champion, the, the other champion, knocks uh, Pavane into the circle. Then he's corporeal again and warns Angel, don't kill this guy just to do – or was it Angel says he's going to do a whole lot of bruising? I don't know. Anyway. So Fred said this is, this is the last chance to bring Spike back. There's no other chances. Um, but now he can affect the, the physical. He is, he is now Patrick Swayze to Fred's Demi Moore. And uh, he says there are worse things than being a ghost. And we go down to um, this little cell where Eve and Angel lock up Pavane. Angel says, welcome to hell. That's creepy. I <laughs> like, That's my worst nightmare is one, being buried alive. And two, like having, you know, ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease where you, your brain is alive, but everything else is dead. Yeah. Like that is my nightmare. Yeah, to be trapped there. Yeah, to be trapped there, but not you can't die, but you can't yeah. do anything, and you just have to sit there. But it what was, was uh, so great is Angel knows what this guy's going to go through because Angel was trapped at the bottom of the. Yeah, yes. I was gonna. I was gonna say that. Yeah, it reminded me yeah. a lot of what Connor did to Angel, putting him in that box mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, at mm-hmm, the bottom mm-hmm. of the earth. Fucking Connor! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you glad that he be done with him, Kim? Yes, <laughs> immensely. We're done with Connor. Uh, all right, let's go on to uh, rating. I'm done with Connor. <laughs> He's not in the credits anymore. That's <laughs> uh, uh, any anything else about the episode before you rate it? No. Oh, I had one one quote. Oh, we have quotes Jeez. after ratings. There's, oh, okay. Uh, okay, we do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> what is what is your final thoughts and uh, ratings here, Ray, for this song? This one, uh, uh, Hellbound. Yeah. Two words. Hellbound. Hellbound. I, I like this one better than the first one. And I, I think, like, out of the, you know, like the 40-minute runtime, I really like the first, like, 30 minutes. I think it's uh, pretty pretty atmospheric and genuinely creepy. It's like uh, Wolfman Hart after dark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody else is around it's just they watch dark nights. and creepy yeah um oh, and hilarious. i love i love this you know just getting more spike uh getting the spike and angel stuff and i actually i think it's really cool i, I was invested when they thought it was just spike being dragged to hell because we yeah. had been seeing in the first couple episodes that he was being seemed like he was disappearing kind of being dragged to hell once they revealed that it was just it wasn't Spike being dragged to hell. It was just a monster. From then on, like that last, once it just became a a monster of the week sort of thing, from then Mm -hmm. on, I didn't really care. Fred's circle thing, saving him. You know, once Pavane got introduced, I just didn't think it was as good. So like, I really, really liked that first bit of it. But then the end, I think it fell a little flat. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, any episode where I get to see Fred in the shower, that bumps it up <laughs> a couple points. Uh, so I'm actually I'm going to give it an eight out of ten. Uh, murdered psychics. All right. Yeah, she just showed up and got murdered. I felt bad for her. <laughs> yep. At first, I thought she was going to be like a fake because the way that they were 
I don't know. Was it the music, the mood? It, it just seemed like. Oh, she and wasn't her performance. Legit. Her performance yeah, was just so, so over weird. the top. Yeah, it was weird. I thought for a split second, oh, she's gonna. It's gonna turn out that she's just like a fake. Anyways, that neither here nor there. Um, I liked. I liked this episode a little bit better than the werewolf one. Um, I I guess I like Spike. Like I I like him with um this angel cast. I just wish that there was more of him and David Briannis together. Um, and from what I understand, it's going to be more throughout the season. Thanks, Robin. But um, I think yeah, I um, you. two main characters are going to talk. <laughs> you're like you're like it's the greatest bromance ever. It is. <laughs> So, it's already been proven. Yeah, okay. I mean, these two characters every time they're together, they're they're bickering. They're great. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I kind of I hate that everything's wrapped up at the end of the week or the end of the episode. Like, well, sort of. Like, I, I think the the Spike and uh, Fred stuff is interesting. Um, when they were first hinting at it at the beginning of the episode, I'm like, oh, I don't like where this is going. But by the end of it, I was like, okay, I get it. And then I'm like, oh, what's going to happen to poor Noxy? So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I didn't love it. I don't remember parts of it already, even though I watched it yesterday. <laughs> so yeah. What did I give last one? Six. I'll give this one I guess seven, seven digits. Mm. Seven severed digits. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I give it four out of ten. Really, really weak episodes, but hey, don't give up because they get better. It's <laughs> good. It's good. It's good. Uh, I, yeah, I really like this episode. Uh, it probably until the villain got introduced. Uh, I, I, I agree with you there, Ray. Um, I just didn't like Pavane. I thought it was ridiculous. I thought it was like. It was like they dug Holtz up again. He was like Holtz yeah. as a ghost, you know? Yeah. Like, come on. Come yeah, up yeah, with something yeah. else. Um, and so I, I wasn't a big fan of that. It's a little disappointing that it, – it's also intriguing that the Spike being dragged to hell really has nothing to do, it seems, with him being uh, uh, incorporeal. Incorporeal. <laughs> non, non-corporeal. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. So you know, I I was like, oh man, is he gonna? Or, or how? You like deeply invested in like hell and Satan <laughs> is Wolfram and Hart. Mm-hmm. Like, how are those two things related? It. What are the senior partners? You know. So I was like, mm, maybe that. Maybe it's like the senior partners are dragging him to hell because it's speak. You know, it's whoever wears the amulet gets dragged to hell eventually. And they wanted uh-huh. Angel to get dragged to hell, but it, it one doesn't have to do anything with the other. So, and it's like sad that it's like, oh, Fred like suddenly figured out how to make this big giant circle machine that oh gosh we can only use it once and now oh, I can't use it ever again, can't ever create it ever again. There's no chances ever, <laughs> and it, so it's kind of frustrating. We're back to kind of square one. Um, I guess Spike's not going to fade away, and he's also going to be able to like. You know, pick up glasses and go, ooh. <laughs> but um, so other than that, uh, I, lo- I love Spike. Uh, a Spike-centered ac- episode is always fun. So uh, it kind of uh, – the, the weak sauce of it lowers it from a higher grade down to just a regular old seven. Um, and my um, score was seven out of ten haunted lifts. 
Mm-hmm. And so this episode gets a 6.5. A little bit higher than the last episode, but not much. Well, I, I, was I, thinking, I agree with that rating. Uh, Kim, you said that you didn't like that it got wrapped up. But, like, really, despite being non-corporeal, was, wasn't wrapped up. Which is what we well, that, thought yeah. they were trying to solve. So, like, what we thought the story was didn't get wrapped mm-hmm. up. But, like... They introduced Pavain with like 10 minutes mm-hmm. to go in the episode. We wrapped him up, so we found yeah. out about him, wrapped him up, but we still don't know what's going yeah. on with Spike, why he's not before yeah, to get him back. So You're totally right. I just, I felt like the other episode, like other seasons, like even Buffy to an extent, every episode felt like a cliffhanger and like, I gotta watch the next one. Where yeah. it was like, there, it was like this. They kind of just introduced it. Okay, the, so this is the theme we're going to be looking out for the rest of the season. You know? Yeah. No, I, so, I get it. it. It was weird because it, it, on one hand, it was wrapped up in one episode, kind yeah. of, but it kind of wasn't. It was. It's weird in the way it was executed. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shall we do some quotes? Oh my goodness! Let me get my quotes. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three, so I don't want to take anybody's more than I already. I think you already did mine. Oh, can I do the? Uh, Go for it. Oh no, that was last episode. Shoot, I like that one. Did we not say okay, it? At, it was okay, Atlas. How about that? How about a shrug? <laughs> we had the world yeah. on your shoulders, or the one where they damn they garnished you. <laughs> <laughs> that one. And um, uh, when oh, when Fred was so serious, we did this one where she was like, "He's slipping into hell." Like, of course. Like, where else would he go? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's... Those are the ones that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> oh, I and I, I always love when they... Um, whenever, like, a, uh, like Fred, in this episode, when she brought up Buffy, and the two of them were just, like, you know, side-eyeing each other, I always go, Oh! <laughs> 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 I'm like, fight, 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 fight! But then, yeah. So those are the things I enjoy. Ray, Steph, do you have any quotes? I have, I have one, yeah. Um, Spike said, never much cared for you, Liam, even when you were evil. <laughs> I don't know. The fact that he called him Liam just Liam, made yeah. it. <laughs> it's like it was weirdly <laughs> personal. Uh, well, nobody said my quotes. Okay. Um, all right. So my first one is... Uh, Pavane, no, defilers, I'll cut you into nothing. I'll feast on your brains. I'll swim in lakes of your own blood. Then Angel punches him and says, you'll shut the hell up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Angel talking to Spike, and your hair, what color do they call that? Radioactive? (laughs) (laughs) And then finally, Spike not being afraid. Vampire ghost here, you sod. I bloody well invented afraid of the dark. Yeah, that was cute. That was a good one, too. All right, so uh, we have one bit of feedback from Bruce, and I will read his almighty feedback. Um, A nice pair of episodes about not giving up or giving in to evil, whether that's the evil within or the evil in the basement. Fortunately, both Nina and Spike have people willing to help. On the downside, Fred helped even though she and Lauren are already complaining about being too busy to fight the good fight, and Gunn is wholeheartedly into the Wolfman Heart lawyering role. Even so, asking the evil conduit for a personal favor seems a little foolhardy. Like Wesley said, they're becoming accustomed to the people and cats around them and may be starting to trust them even as they feel the need to scan for listening and devices everywhere they go. Did they say people and cats or is this a typo? 
People and cats around them. (laughs) And cats? Yeah. And cats? And cats. Oh, I don't know. As Wesley Wesley said, they're becoming accustomed to the people and cats around them. (laughs) Maybe they meant like hip cats. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They're giving Wesley guns lines, apparently. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Uh, Continuing on here. In Unleashed, Angel didn't leave the diners locked in a room with their werewolf. He shut them down legally, but in Hellbound, he did to Pavane what Connor did to him. The writers probably don't mention Cordelia much or at all, so as not to draw attention to the Mm -hmm. character who is no longer on the show, but it also works thematically. Mm -hmm. They are too busy to give much thought to their own conduit to the powers that be, and the one character who would have probably talked them out of being there in the first place. A double helping of Jenny Mullen and some sweet sauce, please. Bon appetit, Bruce. (laughs) Well, Bruce, okay. (laughs) Uh, Explain your cat quote in uh, the Facebook group. uh... Please. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, this is where we say thank you, Ray, for joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, as always. And uh, we'll probably be back next week, I'm assuming. I don't know. We'll we'll talk about this again. Um, But uh, next time on Angel, uh, we have 18 episodes left to talk about. Um, The next two episodes are Life of the Party and The Cautionary Tale of Numero Cinco. Which... These are two episodes that I'm looking forward to being um, saying goodbye to everybody at the podcast. uh, Being in the rear view. If only, if only the rest of the season wasn't so good, I might be more kind. (laughs) You can just just get past next week, and then. (laughs) Great, you guys. Hey, there's some laughs ahead. That's all I can say. I mean, honestly, I don't remember them very well, which is probably the worst part of it all. It's like there's nothing. I'm like, oh my god, you know. But oh, uh, I remember mm them. I remember them very well. So yeah, we'll be talking about those two next time. Kim, thanks. <laughs> Did no, you want redemption cast at gmail There you go. Oh, is that what you wanted? I'm so sorry. I, I, I'm like, Illyrio I used to do all this. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> thanks, Ray. Jeez, well, I said it. Yeah, yeah Ray said it. I'm moving right in. Oh my- Go ahead. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, email us at gmail.com. I'm one of the only ones that sends them, so I know that. <laughs> Please send your feedback. And uh, yeah, especially for next one. I'd love to hear some people being like, these are the best episodes of season five. F you guys. You know, I don't care. Uh, whatever. Or, or even defend the ones we've already talked about. I don't care. We'll read whatever. Um, but no fanfic. Um, <laughs> tweet us at RedemptionCast and find us at RedemptionCast.wordpress.com. It is a beautiful website. WordPress. Yep. All right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, till next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Namaste. We did it. Bye.